Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Hi, I'm Jackie Cation. You are about to listen to the dark forest Let's give you the info about it First of all, you know the websites dorkforest.com, thedorkforest.com, if you like a determiner, jackiecation.com, has everything. All my podcasts, including uh, videos of my stand-up, my stand-up schedule, merchandise you can purchase if you would like, and a lot more info than you possibly even need. Let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg sang and produced and composed that song at the beginning of the show. He sang with his wife, Sarah. It's very beautiful. At the end of the program, he sings his version of the Mexican hat dance. That's Mike Rickberg. Vilmos fixes JackieCation.com. He is uh, the web designer over there. And Patrick Brady fixes the audio. And in this case, there's a video intro. Very exciting. Anyway, those are the websites. If you want to support the show, you're doing it already by listening to it or watching it. And Another way is to tell your friends and family, go on iTunes, do a review. Another way is to just give me money. Yeah. You could go use the donate button. You can make it even monthly if you're okay with making things monthly. You do a PayPal monthly. There's a monthly choice on PayPal. The PayPal is a button on the Jackie Cation or the Dork Forest website, and it goes directly to me. Thank you very much. I will use it wisely or foolishly. Your call as well. Now. My email address, Jackie at JackieCation.com, is where you can contact me if you have any questions or concerns and about the Dork Forest. And I do have a Venmo account. It's Jackie-Cation, oddly enough. Another way to support the show is on DorkForest.com and JackieCation.com. There's an Amazon link. And the Amazon link just takes you to Amazon. You order like normal, and it supports the show because you came from JackieCation or DorkForest.com. Very exciting. Other than that, oh, there are, there is a band camp. You can, if you have listened to all the episodes that are free and you need more content, there are several live episodes that are at thedorkforest.bandcamp.com. And those cost me a couple of bucks, so I charge a couple of bucks. There's also a storytelling album there that you can listen to some stories that I did live. And there are 17 free episodes before the Dork Forest was pre-recorded. So the audio isn't very good, but the guests were super funny and fun and dorky. So if you want to do that, go to thedorkforest.bandcamp.com. Other than that, let's see if there are other things that I should be talking about. Possibly uh, the merch. Yeah, if you want to buy merch. The only other thing I want to talk about is the merch. You can get Dork Forest t-shirts. Uh, and you can get stand-up comedy t-shirts. You can get my albums or my DVD over at JackieCation.com slash merch. There's pins. There's a challenge coin. There's a bunch of new things happening over there. Anyway, a lot of information. I think, I don't think I've missed anything, but who cares? Let's get into the show. Hey, Jackie Cation here. Uh, just going to jump into it, Ron Funches. That's what sure. I've decided. Okay. Here, how you doing? I'm uh, doing Okay. Yeah, you're sitting. I, I see a lot of action figures behind you. Welcome to the Dork Forest. Uh, wow, we could do this. Speaking of being, uh, all right. Here's my question: <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. Is it at Ron Funches everywhere? 
Um, I think everywhere but but Instagram. It used to be on Instagram, and somebody else had had that, and so it's Ron Funch on Instagram. Oh, that's right. It's Ron Funch on Instagram, and then Funch mm-hmm. is on Twitter and such. Mm-hmm. And then you probably have a RonFunches dot com. I do. Catchy. You can see no dates. <laughs> no dates as we sit in our homes. It is, uh, yeah. Uh, I want to dork out about you about something you love. Okay. That's what I want to do. Okay. You love so many things. You have I a podcast love. called Getting Better. I was mm-hmm. on it. It you was were. inspirational. Yeah, I'm glad. I hope so. Yeah. How's your vision board? Uh, it has uh, been moved to the top of my car, but I, every time I walk by it, I touch it. I touch a different thing. And I'm like, think about that. Do you remember that thing that you wrote there? That's a thing you could touch and think about for a second. It's really good. It helps you, like, you know, just because there's so many days, it helps you then go, okay, uh, what do I do today? Okay, I can do something that moves me towards this. You yeah, know? that's exactly where I'm at with that. That is what what happened. So uh, getting better, people should get in on it because uh, it's super positive and super, in, like, I, I kind of... Uh, I think I told you this is that I, I I teared up a little bit, got a little emotional when I was making that vision board. And you were like, I think it was you who said, well, then I guess you're doing it right. Because you're <laughs> supposed to. You're supposed to get emotional about the yeah. things you want that you don't necessarily didn't want to say out loud. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I always call the show like it's a, just a friendly interrogation where I give people <laughs> who aren't used to compliments and praise a lot of compliments and praise. And I kind of remind them of the journey they've been through. So a lot of people end up crying or um, getting a little teared up. But uh, I think That's it's awesome. important to, you know. Yeah, that people know how much they mean to you while they're still here. I think so. I mean, that's lesson I've been learning over and over. So I just like to when, especially there's people I've learned from or you know whatever. Yeah. I just want to let them know how much I appreciate them and that that I've seen the things that they've done. That uh, if that isn't a reason to go find getting better on the on the interwebs, uh, I don't know what is because that's a good one. Um, you, I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump into some dorkdoms that I know okay. you have. Sure. Wrestling. It's mm-hmm. not happening now or they're in empty rooms. What's mm-hmm. happening? They're like, it's like stand up. Are they doing any wrestling on Zoom? <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty they- much. They're doing the shows and then they're um, doing it in front of no fans or sometimes they'll have the wrestlers uh, who aren't working, the lower right. card wrestlers <laughs> come in and then there's their job to cheer for the uh, for the other wrestlers. Um, but wow. it's been a big right now at least for me personally it's just been a for the last couple of years there's been a shift in um, I love pro wrestling a lot, but I've been having problems, with, you know, with WWE because of just how deeply ingrained they are into the Trump administration and, and things of that nature. So really, you didn't know? Okay, we could dork out about that. Well, we don't. We don't need to talk about knob job, man. It's uh, I got. But he's I, in the WWE Hall of Fame. Is he? Is yeah. he? He's a uh, uh, wow. All right. Well, uh, are there any? Um, you know, it'd be a nice character then, because I know that, uh, like, I've done several episodes on on wrestling, so I do know that uh, that there's a like a like a story that's told, and characters are created to to create uh, storylines. Mm-hmm. Maybe there could be um, someone who wants to rip that out of the 
the the Hall of Fame. Someone who goes in and just goes, he doesn't belong here. This is gonna be this is gonna be a wrestling match. It's gonna be a war. And um, that's possible. A, but if they do that, they would make that guy the villain because that's how they do things. And the last time, the, the most recent one is that they Daniel Bryan, who's like a big like he's in the veganism and uh, really big in the recycling and stuff. And he that became his plot line that he wanted people to recycle and and be better for the planet. And he, but he was a villain. Oh, <laughs> oh, the fucking bastards! Okay, now why are they taking wrestling away from people who just wanted wrestling? They just wanted wrestling. Well, that's how it's always been, actually. You know, wrestling is one of the most xenophobic and, and um, racist and historical sports that there is. It's always been a reflection of what's going on in society. From I me, mean, when I started watching, it was all about like Hulk Hogan fighting Russians and stuff. You know? Oh. All right. Well, I suppose. See, because I've never, I haven't watched it since The Crusher and Baron Von Raschke uh, and my grandmother. So, uh, which is weird because uh, Baron Von Raschke was the bad guy. Yeah. And The Crusher was the good guy. And The Crusher lived in South Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where I'm from. But he was uh, in real life a, a dirtbag. He was not. He was not a good person. It turns mm-hmm. out a guy who um, beats people up, even for fake, in uh, for a living, might be a guy who hits people, like his wife and his kids. And uh, but there's currently a, a statue of the Crusher that has just been erected in South Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I saw it the last time I was there. Yeah. Oh, really? That mm-hmm. uh, he's he's carrying a, a quarter barrel. barrel. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's the, when I was a kid, that was the big thing, the quarter barrel. And, uh, you know, you, you just need a couple of beers. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so even then, even though you weren't paying attention, there was a xenophobic slant to what was going on there. And that's how it's always been. Um, but what hit me hard recently is that there's a gentleman who, who passed away named Shag Gaspard. Um, he was a, a, a actor, a wrestler. And a great father, and he and basically he took him his son out to swim in Malibu, and um, got swept up in the current. Ooh. And uh, when the the lifeguards came to save him, or the coast guard, or what have you, um, he directed them towards his son first. And when they went back to get him, the undertow had taken him under, and oh. so he, he lost his life saving his son. And um, there was just this big outpouring of like just how big of a hero he was and how many people loved him from all over the industry. People as high as The Rock, people like Batista, people in acting who had worked with him as an actor. And and I love that. But then it also hit me hard that um, when he was a wrestler and when he was a character and it wasn't because like he wasn't a bad guy, but I hated him. I hated his character. Okay. Because he was in a tag team called Crime Time, where it was uh-huh. him and another guy, and they wore big dookie chains and Timberland boots to the wrestling ring, and they would steal from the other wrestlers. Uh-oh. Crime Time. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> and so I was like, what's this stereotypical bullshit? And so then I'm, you know, hearing him after he passed, I got so mad. I was like, why didn't I get to know this guy? Why didn't right. I get to know the hero? Why didn't I get to know the superhero? Why did I? Why? And it'd be one time thing if it was like, okay, he's playing a character because I know people will say that. But like when it comes to wrestling, like when it, and, and black wrestling in particular, there's only usually two or three type of characters. There is threatening black male and then there is non-threatening dancing black male. 
Oh, good Lord. Uh, uh, not surprised, horrified, but, uh, but of course, so, so Crime Time was uh, a tag team and they were both black guys? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, and, and somebody else writes those plots, right? I mean, it's yeah, not usually them going... Yeah. yeah. And what's even because the thing that I learned while talk people were talking about him on on a radio show was that uh, there was another guy who he's friends with named Tyrus, and he mentioned that he was in a competitive tag team. Mm-hmm. They were both coming up in developmental, which is kind of the college before you graduate and go into WWE. And okay. so he, Shad and JTG were in crime time, and this other group was in this group called Strike Force, but they were saying it was basically the same gimmick, that they were just competing against each other. Whoever got ready first uh. was going to be the people who took off was it going to be strike force or was it going to be crime time but either way it's the same gimmick right so, it's, it's 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 like it's what they say they're only hiring one woman they're only hiring one black team right now and so then you end up being pitted against other people who you should just celebrate and go well what about you know the scientist duos who happen to be black dudes or whatever you know and um well boo what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where I've been at. For a thing where I was like, oh, no, I don't want to have these realizations going on in my head while I have this background full of action figures. <laughs> right. I'm trying to, I'm just trying to watch some soap opera here. Why has it got to be so full of hate? Yeah. And uh, I just want it to be full of wrestling. Because because yeah. the, the thing that I've talked to other people, I had um, uh, Open Mike Eagle on, and he was telling me that he always wanted to write for the 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 scripts because the because the backstories were so crazy mm-hmm. and so wild that they that you could come up with anything it could be aliens it could be demons it could be you know the world is frozen and then this guy came out of like mole man and uh so but have you do you now this is weird i was watching the the first x-men movie mm-hmm. and Andy, my loved one, was telling me that the guy who played Sabretooth was also a wrestler. Do you yeah. know who that guy was? Um, I don't remember his name offhand. I don't think he was like... Um, he didn't break out like The no. Rock did. No, no. He wasn't like a... He was just like... He wrestled for a bit and then found his calling acting. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully he's still acting because he was actually really... F- he looked like he was... You know when you watch a movie and you're like, oh, that person is having the time of their lives playing that part. <laughs> yeah. And it looked like he was having a really good time uh, being Sabretooth. So um, when you think about it, because wrestling is just acting, but mm-hmm. it's also super athletic. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's what I learned from going to the wrestling school. I was for three months and I was like, oh, this is like acting mixed with gymnastics, mixed with um, actual grappling. And right, I was, right. And I was like, I'm only good at one of those things and not even, you know, and only kind of. <laughs> uh, how, uh, yeah, acrobatics. I, uh, yeah, I'm not athletic. What, uh, or bendy. I would like to be bendier. That's on my vision board. But yeah. the. Uh, what uh, three months you spent in a in a wrestling school? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how was it? What was I it? I loved it. It's called Santino Brothers Wrestling Academy. It was in the Bell Gardens, um, so like an hour south of where I live. Okay. And, um, so I would drive down and um, 
I think they had to close down because of, you know, COVID and stuff, but um, they were in, like basically in this little storage locker facility. So you oh, walk really? down these different storage lockers and one of them was opened up and there was a wrestling ring and people, you know, getting ready to train. And I really loved it because I'd never done team sports or individual sports. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. It wasn't like, how about fly fishing? Anything? <laughs> no, neither Any, sport, neither long... of the sport, team nor indie. <laughs> and uh, so it was a new experience for me of like going in, shaking people's hands, pushing my body to new things that I never did. And, and like, and by the time that I quit, I could like do a little sequence where I could, you know, pull somebody off the ropes and jump over them and, and pass them over and body slam them. And that was really fun to do. But then also I was trying to do comedy at the same time. And so I was like, I can't do both of these. Right. Right. You can't. Yeah. Sometimes you got to pick, but, but the cool thing is learning that new skill. Right. So, yeah. And when, I also learned that I was never going to be as good as a wrestler as I am a comedian. <laughs> I mean, what? Uh, uh, yeah, you could have been one of the uh, one of the managers, aren't they? The the guys yeah. that just talk on camera. I'd love to. I still try to go and do stuff. I've done announcing for uh, a couple places, some commentary. I commentated on a Jerry the King Lawler match, which was a big deal to me because he was in a big feud with Andy Kaufman, um, not because of, of him and his love of. 12 year old girls <laughs> wait who loved 12 year old girls andy kaufman no jerry king lawler oh God. Uh, well but Actually, it was in memphis it was memphis during the, you it was know. In memphis during the 70s you guys things were happening uh he should have turned over to soup it's i just watched a documentary about thailand they mentioned nothing about the children and <laughs> a lot about soup and uh i was like good Good. Let's talk more about the soup, and let's get they kids into soup. They got soup over there. They got real nice soup. They're doing excellent work with soup that broth. Doing. Yeah, yeah. They got, they're doing good work with Coconut broth. milk based stuff. <laughs> right. Um, the so the uh, that guy had a oh because Kaufman was into wrestling. Yeah. He was. He was. Um, he was such a weirdo. I don't know. I, I really liked him on Taxi. How about you? Anyway. So. <laughs> I liked him in Taxi and I liked him in wrestling. He was really good in wrestling. His bits were weird and now definitely not PC by any means because he, it was a lot of him riding on top of larger women. He, you, you know, that was his thing is that he was the intergender wrestling champion of the world and he only, he only would fight women. No. <laughs> Yeah. What? <laughs> what a! I swear to God, if I would have met Andy Kaufman, I'm like, oh, this guy. I gotta. You gotta uh, look but, these. Just YouTube Andy Kaufman wrestling and watch some of these videos <laughs> of him wrestling around with like big women, having the time of his life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and they knew going in, they're like, I guess I'm going to be uh, grappled and groped by uh dumb dumb andy kaufman and i guess i'll get my 75 bucks and then i'll go pay my rent um where did any of them become famous did um a couple of them were i think he did a match with bertha Fay, who's a pretty well-known female wrestler but also she's i mean again that's the thing the more i talk about people i like the more angry i get at wrestling because <laughs> she was a great wrestler but she was a very she was like 220 pounds a big woman and right. she 
when they'd wrestle, they didn't want her to do big power moves. They didn't want her to body slam people because they didn't want it to be like the, that she could do moves that the men could do. And so they took away all her stuff and then they just kind of would put her in like mud wrestling matches and oh, stuff clothes, like that. Tiny, to have her boobs making come out. Making fun of her, yeah, and making fun of how big she was. Right. And she was a really good wrestler. And so, you know. Right, because, the, and that. her name was Bertha what? Bertha Faye. Birth of Faith. That was her wrestling name. I mean, I don't think that was. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, nobody is naming their child Birth of Faith. And uh, so, but I will say that uh, that I would look up Birth of Faith, like because I know that the MM, the the martial arts lady, Mm -hmm. Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I watched one of her, a couple of her fights. And uh, and and those are just fight fights, right? There's no drama there. There's a just, just. Well, it uh, depends. You know, she also wrestles. Oh, does she? Yeah. Okay. Is her character that she's a person who can take you down in a heartbeat and then squeeze yeah. you to death? And, and, and she's like, "This is fake stuff. I'm gonna come in and beat you guys all up." <laughs> I kind of love that that's her character and <laughs> and and when she's clearly being paid to pull her punches right yeah because because yeah. that's that's what the school was the, did the school teach you how to do that to make it all look I didn't of, make it that far no? <laughs> three I months no not in three months the, the first month was all like let's get you ready to stuff so the first month was a lot of just squats and burpees and just oh, work it out yeah just working out they made me do like one time they made me do 350 squats and that was horrible i hated that part oh, yeah. very much yeah i don't nope <laughs> i threw up once and then they made me clean it up and i was like you guys made me throw up you should clean it up <laughs> right and i'm paying you for this school seriously yeah. yeah um so okay so the first month was mostly just trying to get you into a shape that mm-hmm. could do some of this stuff yeah like in you so it'd be a lot of uh, like i said the push-ups, burpees, squats, and then sit-ups, and then then a lot of it then would be like stretching your neck out and like doing bridges on your neck. Just a lot of things to strengthen your neck because that's what a lot of wrestling is neck-based. Oh, there's a lot. There, it, wrestling is neck-based. <laughs> I, I found the name of this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is? Why is it neck-based? Because you got to bridge up a lot. You got doing a lot of slams. You got to tuck your chin a lot to make sure you don't bang your head against the mat. And so if you don't have a strong neck, when you oh. hit, it'll, you'll automatically whiplash and hit your head against the mat. Okay. Because I can see them learning how, teaching people how to, how to fall and how to roll and all that kind of stuff. And so I suppose the neck, like, I, like, I don't know. Neck uh, neck stretches sound glorious, by the way. I have neck issues, so uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the idea of just doing some neck exercises. They're not that great. It's a no. lot of like, um, <laughs> you know, getting down on all fours and then getting up on your head and then moving your arms away so your head is just supporting your body. Oh, my so, God. Like sort of a plank, but just yeah. with your head? Yeah. And then doing that like backwards. So like you're bridging up backwards and then you sit on your, the crown of your head. Okay. All right. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. So you essentially, I mean, I don't know if I would have lasted a month if it was just like serious, intense kind of boot campy kind of stuff. 
Yeah, I was pretty determined because my friend had died. So I was like, oh. let's, you know, let's live. Okay. Let's do stuff. <laughs> Fair enough, man. I'm so I sorry. But I had gone off like a bunch of my weight loss and stuff. And I was like, I don't know what my body's capable of. I don't know what I can do. So I was pretty determined. I was three months determined. So three months? <laughs> three months determined is, is uh, did you learn anything fun? Like, what were the fun things? Was there, did you get to learn how to, you said you learned how to sort of pass people off. Yeah, I got to learn how, I mean, I just know how to hit the ropes a bit, and, and that was fun. And it actually came in handy because I ended up doing a guest role on um, the show called AP Bio, and um, where I played a character once before was a janitor, and they came up with this plot line that um, I'm this janitor that people, always are taken advantage of and nobody gives me any you know respect at the school and in my downtime i'm a amateur indie pro wrestler who's yes. like the king of this <laughs> thing and, and so they asked me to come in and do some wrestling training and then i came in and and i had already i already knew the trainer i right. was already hitting the ropes and they were like oh okay <laughs> book that that's awesome that's super cool it's um did you uh so you did you you said you also got to learn how to do some grappling yeah just a little bit just you know just grab uh, you know just how to lock up with people without hurting people and pulling on their neck um but mostly i just you know met some fun friends and uh, people who are still yeah learning to wrestle a lot of them quit but then a couple i mean and then just my trainers like um are actual wrestlers who still wrestle and getting more and more famous every day so uh, i'm happy for them and one of my trainers was in uh extra in ap bio so that was a like a good moment for us yep you had a moment together where you were both doing your thing Mm -hmm. and uh well, because th- that is cool because it's – I remember I took some acting classes and I never liked the acting classes that were once a week for three mm-hmm. hours. But for for three months, I took an acting class that was five days a week. Mm-hmm. And it was from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. every day, five days a week. And I ended up really getting to know those people and just sort of – I mean, it's just a better – it, you know, it's quantity time, right? Once you spend a lot of time with somebody, you, <laughs> you know who your work friends are and you know who you might actually one day be friend friends with. Yeah, so, it's usually one person. Exactly. <laughs> Out of a dozen, if you're yeah. lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were a couple of people that I thought, ah, if we hung out enough, I bet you I'd be friends with that one. <laughs> so, But they were all a lot younger than I was. I, I tried to take improv too. And um, some of the improv um, games... I was so bad at because I don't, um, because I was so much older and there were like sort of weird references Mm. that I wouldn't have gotten even if I was 22 or 24 years old because I didn't get them when I was. I went to a couple improv classes, but um, I think the fact that I grew up in the south side of Chicago really made it difficult because I was just like, I was like, I, you know, I lived in Oregon. I, you know, I know a lot of people, but like, this is really the whitest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, not the actual Wordful. improv, but the ex. Yeah, the exercises <laughs> are like the whitest thing you've ever seen in life. 
Right. It feels like it feels like an arbitrary way to try to get in touch with something that if you were, I don't know, poor or oppressed at all in any even if you were just beat by your crazy white parents, um, you would have some sense of self that you're mm-hmm. like, why am I? Saying one word back, at, I'm trying to find anger. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, I, don't, I got it. <laughs> I don't need to. I don't need to zip zap zop this. <laughs> one of the most chilling things I was in in the early in the mid '90s, whatever. I was at a job at uh, a t-shirt shop in Minneapolis, and one of my coworkers was this incredibly cool woman. She was Lakota, and. Um, I no, none of us were ever in charge of the music because this one guy was always in charge of the music and he was sick or something. So I put in um, a 1989, like I owned like three or four hip hop albums, right? I was mm-hmm. into, I, I, I got into KRS-One, which led me into uh, Big Daddy Kane, which led me into Eric B and Rakim. Like I would just, whatever he mentioned, I would buy their stuff. Mm. And then, so I was listening, I think it was either Public Enemy or KRS-One. And Cynthia came over to me and she was like, why do you listen to this? And I said, I don't know. Sometimes I just like to get mad. And she goes, you need music to get mad? I gotta go. <laughs> she was one of the most terrifyingly angry but hilarious women that I've ever met in my life. Um, yeah, as that's as, great music to listen to, though. That's it great. was nice. And Jimmy Hat's funny. I don't know if you uh, are familiar with Jimmy oh, my, with, with, with the word Jimmy Hat. <laughs> no, yes. no, the the song Jimmy Hat that Gara's one oh, song the about song about about condoms. Yes, it's just a song about condoms. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it's a very silly fun uh, and it spells out the word Jimmy Hat. That's good times. There's no, there's I not. Love, some... That's what I miss about rappers a lot of time when it was silly and they could have songs just about food, you know, <laughs> like the fat boys. That's what their whole thing was. Like, hey, we're just fat guys and we love eating, <laughs> and every one of our songs is gonna be about food. We're going out. We're going out for lunch, you guys. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, I still play all you can eat anytime I can. Oh, really? I. <laughs> all you can eat i will uh, look that up by the fat boys because um uh, who doesn't want a, a nice fun song about food i do so um did, did you do you end up having action figures for wrestling people i'm just going with the wrestling theme until you until you sign yeah yeah uh, what, do i have action figures of wrestlers yeah i mean that's what these are are they all wrestlers those are all wrestlers oh okay because seriously like I am sitting in a room with a curio shelf with action figures in it. Oh, yeah. And uh, none of them are wrestlers. So no, we can these be are any- all wrestlers. Let me grab a couple. I'll be right back. You vamp. <laughs> I'll vamp. Allow me to vamp. Um, so what happened when I turned the thing around? You got to see that I have like one of those lighting rings, Rangers. Yeah. Uh, it's, it makes the room super hot. So uh, right now... You want to see this one? This is the other light I'm using. It's a lamp without a lampshade, and it's got, you know what that, that white thing is? It's a Swiffer. Yeah, just a Swiffer and a, and a, and a wire hanger. That's right, wire hangers. And uh, I wonder what Ron Funches, by the way, uh, we're talking with Ron Funches. It's at Ron Funches on Twitter and at, uh, let's see, what did he say? Ron Funch on Instagram. And he uh, is a great comic. He's a great actor. He's uh, got a lot of uh, he's got a lot of comedy out. He's got a lot of uh, acting out. He's got getting better, 
You're going to want to listen to that. That's a good time. And uh, he's come back into the fold. Let's see what he's brought with him. Ladies and gentlemen. I my toys. But, uh, see, it's not since we talked about it before. I want to show you one of my favorite of the things that I got. It's this two-pack. That is Jerry the King Lawler and Andy Kaufman hanging out together. Andy Kaufman's wearing a little neck brace. Oh, my God. That is a neck, neck brace. <gasps> wow. I thought it was a turtleneck. Because um, uh, Andy Kaufman would look good in a turtleneck. He's kind of yeah, yeah. Uh, it's still in the box. Is that mint yeah, mint on board? Them, uh, I mean, I just usually don't take them out of the box unless I got them out of the box like this one, this Bam Bam Bigelow, because it's from like much from 1990 or something. Ooh, so Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was a great pro wrestler. He one of his best matches that he's won for was that he wrestled Lawrence Taylor, the football player at WrestleMania, <laughs> and he also starred co-starred in the movie Major Pain with Damon Wayans as the biker who got into Major Pain's face. That's it, Major Pain. And then with he a got y, murdered yes. and found into in the woods. That's it was a short-lived acting career on his part. It was, but he 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 was like a candle in the wind. <laughs> How was the articulation on the different? You would think with a with a wrestling action figure, you would want to be able to pose it real good. Yeah, the new ones are really good. Now the old ones, like this one, were just like they can only do one thing. Like he can only dance, so it's like he's doing a soul train <laughs> thing. He's just moving it. He's like a Temptations move. Right. It looks like uh, his arms are connected together, and yeah. there's some sort of like like it bounces back. Yeah, it's well, a little wound he's like, up. A little ah, bit. I'm slamming you, you know. <laughs> but it mostly just looks like he's doing a doo wop swing. Right, and it looks also <laughs> slightly out of proportion. Like oh, his arms. Yeah. yeah. No, this is actually accurate to him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually was looks mostly like torso and tiny legs, <laughs> but he was also very athletic. For he was like three hundred sixty pounds. But his thing in the wrestling ring, he would love to do cartwheels, and he was one of the first big men to. He would get on the top of the ring and then do a backflip, which is called a moonsault. A moonsault. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just first of all, three sixty doing that. Yeah, that is an amazing amount of body control for a big guy like that. Uh, that's awesome that he could do that. Yeah, I got to look that guy up now. I'd like to see that. That uh, oh, you would love it. Ba- look up some stuff with Bam Bam Bigelow and Luna Vachon, just because Luna Vachon was his manager, and she is a, a pioneer of women's wrestling, and the fact that she. She she was not trying to be a beauty queen by any means. She she would shave half of her head and then like put these tattoos through the her skull. Or I mean, I guess it's not tattoos. You know what I'm trying to say? Like though. yeah, or she yeah. carve stuff into her hair, or would yeah. she put do it would paint Hannah. like by, yeah Hannah. like yeah. yeah into her face where it looked like veins blue veins were all coming <laughs> through her face and then she talked like this. <laughs> do you think she smoked or do you think that was a full-on character she might yeah, probably, probably both exist. probably both sure i this the scratchy smoking voice lady there's something soothing about it from my childhood uh <laughs> you're just like oh that lady means well look at her <laughs> she probably no, she has... didn't mean well though she definitely didn't mean well oh, she, she was always well. she was a mean person she was oh, always mean was, mean was bam bam a good guy or a bad guy Usually a bad guy. Yeah, most often, always a bad guy. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, so uh, um, what else you got there? 
Do you have any other? <laughs> yeah, I, got <laughs> I love the dead stop. Ooh, what and- else you got? I got this guy. He's called. He's a junkyard dog. He's just one of my favorite wrestlers. He's polka uh, dot pants. What's happening there? Polka dot pants. He's very fun, and, and kids love him. He was one of the most famous wrestlers before it went to like WWE because he was, you know, he wrestled in the South a lot, and he was popular with blacks whites everyone he was just one of the most popular wrestlers because he was such a nice guy yeah um, and so i love him he's one of my favorites oh that's awesome mm-hmm. what was uh um i like um i'm uh unless you have another have you uh unless you have another action figure that you would like i to do show. oh i do please do bring it forth <laughs> That's the great thing about doing the Dork Forest on Zoom is that I actually get to see people's stuff. Now, and this one and I, I can got, post this. I got signed. It's from a lady. Her name is Alundra. Her name is Medusa as a wrestler. In the WWE, she was Alundra Blaze and she was like the women's champion and she was a pioneer and well beyond her time because she was an amazing wrestler. And also, uh, like she she drove monster trucks and stuff for Monster Jam. What? Yeah, she's just all around badass. Also, a little bit crazy. But (laughs) (laughs) Uh, have you ever been to a monster truck rally? I have. I've been to a monster jam. My son's big into that. Big fan. Oh yeah. What's so monster truck? The drive over. It's sort of like going to a demolition derby, right? Like you're, but it's just giant trucks. Just giant trucks, and most of the things are kind of pre-crunched already. They try to keep it real safe, you know? Okay, good. So it's nothing like flying out at you and things. Mostly people do it. It's a lot of jumps, really. Oh, I love watching I love watching those bike jumps and the uh, mm-hmm. and the motorcycle jumps. Those are always really yeah. cool. Like you remember when we used to have the circus and they would put the people in the motorcycle in that silver ball and they would just drive around in <laughs> upside down in the motorcycle? Right, right. I, I love just, that. That was really cool. Uh, did you ever hear, um, you know, you your son might enjoy the next time it comes through town is, unless you've already been, is the horse circus. I don't know what that is. The horse circus was out at uh, Thousand Lakes, and it was called like Visalia, but not. Uh, but uh, it was um, that's an onion. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is uh, the horse circus. It's hundred horses, and then it's people doing different tricks on horses and and working horses together, and it's all in a giant tent, and they've got like a green screen with different, and it's it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life, quite honestly, circus wise. Is there food like medieval times? There is not. It was mm. it actually the worst thing about it was that there it was more of they treated it like a theater experience. So there was like a red wine situation. Oh. And I'm like, that's not I want I'm, meat while yeah, I'm there. I, I want, want a, a, not a stick. I got yeah. horses here. They're pooping probably. Yeah. I'm at the fair as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I want something deep fried. Yeah. Bring it. I would like a bready item. And uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. But if you ever get a chance to see those horses, they're pretty damn cool. Um, but I will say, cause uh, how about a tractor pull? Have you ever been to one of those? Never been to a tractor pull. They're pretty I've boring. I've been to a couple of rodeos. Full on rodeos where? Oregon. And we have big rodeos in Oregon. So I've been to the, uh, I think Silver Lake Rodeo. I've been to just the, um, I, think, I don't know if it was state rodeo or something, but I've been to, especially as a teenager growing up in Oregon, trying to date white women, I went to a fair <laughs> share of rodeos. <laughs> Did you 
get to see good rope work. I saw some rope work. It was a lot of it's craft based. A lot of it was like, hey, oh. I made this purse or I made these belt buckles or I so like a swap meet, a lot of it. And then also like, look how big of these pigs I raised. Are. Oh, you so know? it's kind of like a little state fair of, of all of its own. Yeah, it's a bit of a state fair. And then they have the events that are going on with the with the cowboys. riding. And the, yeah. It, like mostly is it mostly horses or mostly bulls? Seems like it's mostly horses. That's good. I like because yeah. uh, bull riding, I'm unmoved. Mm-hmm. I've never been to a rodeo, but I'd like to judge it from afar and having never been. But um, yeah, it's hard to if you go. It's a lot like you know, like I I hate guns, but like if you go to a shooting range, you're like, oh, I get it. I get it. I totally I get, get it. it. It's fun. It's powerful when I'm horny now. This is this. <laughs> One time, uh, Andy, for my birthday, I was like, I kind of want a cowboy birthday. So we went riding in the equestrian center with some seriously old, hacky uh, horses where you plod, plod along. And that was 20 bucks. And then uh, and then we had a barbecue, and then we went to a gun range. And it turns out, I live in Van Nuys. There's a lot of gun ranges in Van Nuys. Yeah. But we went... And uh, the only, my only funny story from there is that they had, it was kind of like a bowling alley where you had to rent or, or use their, their headphones. Mm-hmm. Sort of like you get shoes at the bowling alley. Oh, uh, grosser, thought, but it seems grosser. Grosser because I said to the guy, hey, do you spray these like the shoes at the, at the, at the bowling alley? And the, and the gun range guy was like, no, use them, don't use them. Okay. All right. <laughs> so. Well, but I had never sh- spraying them now. Spraying I hope they're sp- oh yeah, COVID. I hope they're spraying them. And uh, but the I will say that uh, yeah, shooting guns was pretty cool. It was it was kind of a cool cool thing. But I that's why I shouldn't have a gun because uh, I would yeah. want to shoot it a lot. I just don't believe that I should have a gun. Just I don't believe anyone should have a gun unless you can watch them play Call of Duty. And and then if they don't shoot their teammate once. Then you can have it, and but watching myself play Call of Duty, I know anytime I'm startled, I pull the trigger. So oh. I would think that I would do that in real life as well. Right. So. I I am not. I'm not. Yeah. I I had pepper spray once. Guess what happened? I used it. You inter- <laughs> yeah. You introduce pepper spray into the plot. Anyway, um, in the first act, you know, it's gonna get you. <laughs> wasn't cool wasn't cool don't give jackie anything don't yeah, i why also don't you- like that you said the horses were hacky it made me think they were like well what's the deal with millennials <laughs> <laughs> they were a little hacky you know what's a we- here's a weird fun fact is that my nickname in college was hacky jackie and mm. uh it isn't cool uh and but the reason was because i played a lot of hacky sack mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> I used Down to in Eugene, Oregon, <laughs> Madison, Wisconsin, Eugene, Oregon of Wisconsin. <laughs> what I like about hacky sack is that you could hold a beer and do it. <laughs> so that makes sense. Yeah, hacky. Could, yeah. yeah, that's a horrible name. Better than sacky Jackie, though. It is better than sacky Jackie, and it is, but it's terrible if you're a comic. And because uh, uh, one of my friends used to call me Jack the Hack, and when I started doing stand up, I was like, "You gotta stop calling me that. Uh, this is uh, this is not gonna end." It hurts well. my soul. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. And uh, I was always a team player anyway. I wasn't a very good hacky sack player. Um, Call of Duty. Have you played Call of Duty? Oh, I love Call of Duty. The newest I, Call of Duty is the best Call of Duty of all. It's so great. And it's been a great companion and, and support. I mean, if I could just take this time to really... <laughs> 
thank Call of Duty for two games, really. Animal Crossing, Call of Duty for helping me get through these troubled times. <laughs> um, when I've been down and out, one of you have been there. When I, when I needed hopefulness, Animal Crossing is there to help me plant a garden. And, and when I need to murder somebody, uh, <laughs> Call of Duty is there. And it helps me socialize with my friends. We have a group uh, of three of us that we pretty much play together every day. And um, it's really been helpful through this time, seriously. So. It, no, no, I uh, I bet. Because uh, you need to get off some steam. And, and uh, what I do is I dig up the garden. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but the... the what I had a skunk do that in my front yard the other day. What, well, was it cute? It was super cute, and also I was like, man, animals are real brazen right now just hanging out <laughs> in my front yard, and it was cute until the morning when I went, and I was like, that motherfucker was digging. <laughs> yeah, I think that they, I think they hibernate inside of stuff, don't they, or... Or they Probably. live in holes, I think. Well, I know do. we had t- t- people like come by my house, and they were like, "We think you got some rodents under the house, and maybe that maybe that skunk is one of them." Is one of them busy? Yeah. You got to make sure the screens are tight. That's what I'm yeah. telling. Yeah, screens. Well, especially got- right now, they just you know they out there scavenging. Yeah, they're and that. But well, we got cats wanting to have kittens under our house all the time. And uh, Andy's they know, like, they're like, this is the fuck spot. This is, this is, it's going to have a lion in. Have about, uh, Andy had to crawl under the hedge and grab a bunch of kittens so that he could raise them and get them fixed. He's key, he, can't, he can't fix cats fast enough in this neighborhood. Anyway, uh, too much info. <laughs> yeah, because it made me feel like he's just doing it on his own. Like, he's just. Right, Taking he does him not. Back to the garage. Tiniest of all scalpel scalpels. No, he's dashing off to fixnation.org. And the only the only problem with fixnation is they're like, we'll fix the cats for free. You just have to catch them and then you got to take them back. And he's like, how about I catch them, you fix them, and you keep them? And they're like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> nobody. Them. That's a bad deal for them. Nobody wants to keep, like, what do you want me to do with right. it? Right, what, I'm going to have 70 cats? I can't yeah. possibly have a thousand cats. So. But uh, so Call of Duty, is that one available just as a disc that I could play on our PS4? Yeah. Or do I could. have to play over the over the airwaves? Um, I mean, if you want to play multiple with other people, you got to play online for sure. Okay. But there's a single player component that you can play. It was actually pretty fun. One of my favorite single player components because you got some points. You got to play as a, a, a civilian little girl and stuff. And that was new interest for me. Oh, uh, wow. And seeing that in the war zone, that was interesting. Um, Yikes. But multiplayer is where it's at right now for sure. Okay. Sure. But it, sure. what's great is that it's like you could get it on anything. So if you play it on your PS4, you even though I have, I mean, I have everything actually. So you, I think you have all of the t- <laughs> kinds of things. I really do. <laughs> if not just for you, you also have a young man that you've been, your oh, son, yeah. who has probably been into video games the whole time. Or when oh, did he? Oh yeah, it's the, the best because that he helps back me up. You know, that's awesome. Purchase decisions, and then I help, and I I'm right there with him. Uh, no, my son soon, like just probably. No, one of his early, my earliest memories is him pushing him around in a stroller with, with him wanting to play with my little Game Boy Flip Advance thing. Oh, he, yeah. He loved, yeah, he loved playing with the Game Boy Advance SP when he was like three or four. And um, then we would play Xbox together and he was real into Halo. And I, I always remember I, I could see a shift in 
it was like watching your kid grow up and watching his first steps, but through video games. Like, cause I remember we'd play Halo together and he'd always get upset if he died. So I'd mm-hmm. have to basically escort him through the game and babysit <laughs> him and be next to him. Shoot who's ever trying to shoot him. Right, right. And that's how I'd play. And then one day I was playing like that and he just took off ahead of me. And oh. by the time I caught up with him, he had, mur- he had murdered the whole level. And I was like... <laughs> Oh, that's my son. He doesn't need me anymore. <laughs> that's it. It's so beautiful when they grow up to be able to wreak, wreak their own destruction on the video game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good for I him. I love it. That is, uh, I used to play all the uprights, and then I uh, I have, you know, the last game I tried to play on PS4, I ended up just playing it for, you know, you got to, you know, do you have that thing where you have to relearn the different controls? You have no. to spend about 20 minutes or you just, you're so dipped. You're like, I know all of them. I know that, that basically the Xbox PlayStation are the same. And then Nintendo is the opposite where they use B as their, you know, their B and A is, is basically their confirmation as opposed to the bottom X, the right okay. A is their confirmation. So interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what is confirmation on Xbox is actually cancel on nintendo oh okay oh so don't cancel yeah then you got to ask the question again yeah and uh right i was i I spent you know i just i spent maybe eight hours but um i haven't played any of the the systems in so long that i would have to really get into it to because i tried to play spider-man and it was great it's such a beautiful great game Mm -hmm. and it was super fun but i just uh I got that game takes me back to um, what's the name of that show? Oh, the one with Kevin Nealon and the guy from uh, I forgot. Weeds? It. Weeds? No, no, not <laughs> the good one. Not the good. One. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the guy from Friends. <laughs> oh, David Schwimmer? No, we both can't remember. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, why don't, we, why, why don't I let you believe that? <laughs> yes. Uh, either way, I was co-starring on the show, and I was it was fun because I got to work with Stacy Keach, who's like a legendary actor who oh, yeah. I love. And but I also didn't have much to do, and that game had just came out, so I would be in like one scene or two scenes each. They had me for three episodes, and right. I would be in one to two scenes each episode. Both of which they'd pre, this is like multicam, but yeah. they would pre tape my scenes each episode. So I would be done by Thursday and I just had to come Friday to do the curtain call. Right. And so I spent three weeks just platinuming Spider Man and getting paid <laughs> an ungodly amount of money. <laughs> that is a win. It that was is- a win, but it felt not funny and not, not productive the whole time. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, then you feel like, oh, they don't like me enough. And uh, you're like, no, no, they like you enough to pay you to go, turn, go platinum. That's what they do. And yeah. Here's my question. What do you play Animal Crossing on? What what on platform? On my Switch, on my Nintendo Switch. Oh, is it only on Nintendo, the Animal Crossing? Mm-hmm, yes. Okay, because Aldrin, you it's know exclusive. Aldrin, right? Yeah, he's a, my Switch buddy, I, yeah. 
okay, because he's been trying to get me to get Switch since it came out. And I was like, no, no, I already lit a pile of money on fire buying this PS4. Yeah, you're, uh, out, of, you're <laughs> out of luck now anyway. It's difficult to find a Switch right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I bet because of the, the cute quarantine. Mm-hmm. And uh, But uh, the game that I play is just a, uh, it's a phone game called Marvel Puzzle Quest, and it's just a match three. Yeah. But you get to power up your superpowers. They go super into the deep. They go into the boxes. They go into the long boxes, and they get characters from the middle of, like, nowhere. <laughs> and you're like, who is that? And then uh, and then I have I, I get a small lecture from my husband. Well, <laughs> let me, let me well, tell I you that. I wholeheartedly recommend a Nintendo Switch, though. It's probably it's just a great system to have around. Animal Crossing looks adorable. What? So do you have animals? Are you an animal? What is it? No, you're a human. And you're well, in this new one. Before in the past, you were the human mayor of an animal town. And now you're the human... <laughs> representative of an island that animals come and live at as well um and so basically it's just your job to to get the island together get everything looking how you want it to look build your house get your house together buy a new you know expand your house get a basement get a second level and also you know just be involved in the community making friends finding (laughs) people's lost stuff is it like this? Is it like The Sims kind of? It's a bit like The Sims, yeah, but with animals. But, but with animals, and then just a daily component of like you can go visit your friends in their islands and see what they have. Like you, you only have you start off with one type of fruit, and then you have to acquire the other fruits by visiting other people's islands. And also, there's items that come to the store that are only there like per day so it's like they want you know you gotta check in every day to see what's in the store can i buy myself a wrestling ring can i buy myself a crown to wear (laughs) yes you can i've got both i'm walking around in a crown and a robe and i lay in my wrestling ring that is outstanding um i have to say that so is i like the idea of going to your other friends farms or whatever and Mm -hmm. sort of getting a cutting so that you can now have a different fruit is that what essentially Mm -hmm. you're doing you're kind of yeah. Tri- okay. You they give you their fruit and you plant it back at your place, so then you can get all your fruits. And there's also, I mean, this is much deeper than that. There's a whole stock market economy that's involved. What? You could buy turnips on a Sunday. You can only get turnips on Sunday between nine and noon. <laughs> uh, but you cannot sell them on Sunday. You got to wait through the week and you find out the prices. The prices fluctuate. So you're trying to buy low, sell high, you know. Uh, and is it only turnips? Someone made some crack about turnips in Animal Crossing, and I was like, what on earth could that mean? You don't even know what they're talking about. I had no idea what they were talking about, uh, but now I have a little bit of an idea. Is it only turnips? Or I mean, is- there's lots of, I mean, there's turnips is what we the stock market is about, but there's lots okay. of way to make money. You can make money selling fruit. You can you can just dig up money. You can make money going fishing and sell the fish. You can okay. You can capture insects and sell that. You can dig up fossils and you can donate them to the museum or sell them for cash. Right, and then you go to the store, get yourself a crown, mm-hmm. and um and so. But I'm sure. See, here's this thing, is that I've been playing video games, uh, and, and they've been mostly like these free iPad, iPhone games for the last 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. With the with the advent of that. And I have spent dime none. I've done no in-game purchasing uh, for the last 15 years uh, because I was told the algorithm changed if you did in-game purchasing, and then I wanted something, Ron. 
Hmm. And then I wanted something. And so I bought some stuff. And, uh, and that is Marvel Puzzle Quest. I have spent probably hundreds of dollars in the last four years on this game. And it's the first time I've spent real money on a video game. And I wasn't judgmental. I always thought that because I wanted to be supportive, but I didn't mm-hmm. want to change the algorithm. And <laughs> then I said, fuck it. I want to I'd let the algorithm fall where it may. Uh <laughs> I need, uh, I need, I need these covers. I need because the good thing about Marvel Puzzle Quest is they, uh, the way you level up is they, is you get a, a comic book cover and they use real comic book covers and they credit the real artist. Mm. Oh, that's fun. And it's super, yeah, it's, it's supportive, and then you get to see all these old comic book covers through, through time. It's kind of neat. Would you, How do you frame level- this as a question? Uh, I did. For, uh, yeah, where, where, exactly. Where's the question in that? What I like to do, I like to have people on the dork forest and then talk about my dorkdoms. <laughs> what I want to know is. <laughs> so I guess my question is, is, is do you level up your animals or do you level up the space where the animals are hanging out? You level up your island. You can get yeah. Uh, uh, you get a three star. If you get a three star on the island, then a g- gentleman, a famous musician who's a dog by the name of KK Slider, <laughs> visit your town and have a concert. And and then also you can go for a five star island by just getting more things. Um, you know by. Yeah. Uh, you know, gating things off and building gardens and building little fountains and things like that. It's just you just continue to try to make your island better if you want to. I I got my three star island and I was like, I'm this is good enough for me. I paid off my mortgage. <laughs> I got money in the bank. I don't owe nobody. I'm debt free. I'm debt not going to bust my crossing. ass trying to get five stars. You know, I'm going to lay with my crown and <laughs> check in every now and again. That's These are the same people who want to buy a house that's bigger than they need and uh, above their means. You're oh, like, my house is huge. No, <laughs> my house, <laughs> no, real my life is amazing. I, <laughs> I have, I put out a whole quarter of the island. It's just my, my area. And I pushed <laughs> all the animals to one side of the island where they basically got to hang out in the projects. And I got a big old estate and a bunch of keep out signs. Have you ever been to Hearst Castle? Does it look like that? No, I never been there. I like to. Hopefully, hopefully I would get to go. That thing you can just go there anytime, right? Yeah, I think it's like twenty bucks to get in. There's three different uh, tours you could take. The weird thing about the Curse Castle is that it looks like my my grandmother, immigrant grandma, was given uh, millions of dollars uh, <laughs> because it is decorated by the by the goofiest, tasteless. It is just. It's 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 pretty it's pretty and I've been in Saddam Hussein's guest house, so <laughs> <laughs> the Hearst Castle is fucked Who up. That gig, uh, Scott. Remember Scott? <laughs> oh, he's dead. Um, so, uh, but the um, yeah, that was uh, but the uh, uh, yeah, the Hearst Castle is is full of like these like uh, the one thing I remember is that it had pews that he was in a tiny town in Spain and there was like a thousand year old or a, or a yeah thousand year old church and he was like hey can i buy a couple of these pews that's what hearst said to the town and the town's like that's our that's our that's our church it's been there for a thousand years and he's like yeah those are real nice can i get just get a couple of them i'm gonna use them for benches for when people over to dinner and uh <laughs> and they're like 
no. And he goes, how about this? And he goes, yeah, take them. And so he just gave him a giant bag of money and he's like, I'm going to take those back. And so when we went into his, his dining hall and it looks like one of those old Viking dining halls, right? Like a Valhalla kind of, and that has these weird old scuffed up thousand year old pews. And that's how I picture your side of the island. No, I mean, you kind of. You're not, can I have that Buddha? It's 6,000 years old. Yeah, you don't like money? Can I have that? I anyway. got money trees. In my, in my estate, there's just trees that have oh, money really? bags hanging off of them. And uh-huh. I, don't even, I don't even grab the money off of them because we just, we balling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's just a show of wealth. It's a show of wealth. They what? So you played with? So you have like there's people on your team who who you like your friends. They go to their five star islands or their four star three three star islands. What? Uh, what is it? Just is it just a design? Is that what you like about it? That you just get to design a new car a garden or? Um, I mean, I think in this time, you know, it's just like. The ability to start and complete a task feels fun. So you're like, hey, I just want to like make this garden. And you start and you finish and you're like, oh, that felt good. Yeah. Or I need to weed these places so that I don't have a bunch of weeds everywhere. And that feels good. Or just, you know, hard yeah. in real life to pay a mortgage in real life. And I don't yeah. know when I'm going to pay mine all. So <laughs> it feels good to go in in two days and through fishing and... <laughs> And money trees. I'm paying my stuff off. It makes you feel good. So, that, Well, you know what Olaf called that in Frozen 2? He said, uh, <laughs> controlling what we can when we don't feel like we're in control. Olaf yeah. is full of wisdom in Frozen 2. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies right now, Frozen 2. I know. You told that every time we talk, you mention that. <laughs> Uh, I, too I like it, but I mean, uh, but they ruined the cocoa by putting that short at the beginning, and I so I got beef with them. Oh, what was the what was the oh they was put there a frozen short at the beginning of the cocoa, and everybody was like, let's just get cocoa started. Why is this twenty minute frozen short playing in front of cocoa? That's I, not even funny right. or enjoyable. It was so, not enjoyable. Uh, I have this to say about I because I've seen other. There was a Lego Frozen short that was terrible, and there was <laughs> the first Frozen movie is okay, though. Of course, you're just like, who parents their children? By by saying we're gonna lock you in that room, uh, because you have special powers. That's a terrible. Uh, that's that's not what the troll said. Please reconsider your parenting methods. Professor X does that. <laughs> yeah, Professor X is just like, what are you doing? You got anyway. special powers. Come stay with me, and you stay in this room. <laughs> exactly. We're gonna teach you how to control them so that you don't kill us all. And you're like, yeah, but do I get to use them because they're cool? Mm, no. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, that's wild. It's uh so uh I don't know. So those are your two favorite um do you what kind of character do you get to make in Call of Duty? We're almost done here by the way. Just wanted I to I can tell by how you're fishing for stuff. Say <laughs> uh, <laughs> what character you make in Call You don't make a character in Call of Duty. <laughs> you know what? I thought you got to be a little girl. You don't get to pick her outfit. <laughs> You just pick different people that they preset, and then, um, I mean, it's all about the weapons in Call of Duty. That's what you upgrade and level up, or the, or the weapons. And are um, you are you handed a stick initially, or do you just get a basic gun? 
you get basic gun, but it doesn't have like scopes or infrareds or anything like that. And you that's what you earn through through playing and killing. Or you get little watches, and that's fun. People love the watches uh, because you you get this you know virtual watch that your person wears, but it tells the real time. But then some of them are also like tamagotchis that. Oh. Uh, that get born off of how many people you kill and stuff. So oh that's God. real fun. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> soul watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's got the souls of all the people you've murdered. What, uh, how's the, how's the depth perception on that one? The only sniper game I ever played kind of gave me vertigo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love your gaming questions. What's the death perception? Like? You want to go back and listen to me talk to Murray Valeriano about surfing? Where did you park? I said to him. <laughs> I haven't had an issue death perception. Wise. You haven't had that problem. <laughs> you must have better eyesight than me. <laughs> Thank it's God I made really you fun. There's also this new mode that people really love called Warzone. I don't know if you guys talk about this in your household, but <laughs> there's been a, a, a trend of these games where it's like 100 people, 150 people, and it's the last man standing type of thing. So oh, that's what's what a lot of my friends play. It'll be a, a groups of three or groups of four, and we all will play together against each other and try to you know kill be the last team standing okay so all the teams just end up in some square and you're like we're doing it it's a big map and then it's like a circle that tells you where like you know if you're not inside this circle by the time this is up you're gonna die so you gotta get so it keeps (laughs) getting smaller and smaller it keeps drawing everybody closer to each other oh that's kind of cool yeah it's really fun yeah it sounds uh Sounds cathartic, quite honestly. Um, yeah, it yeah. is. I know that that when I, I used mean, that's, to... that, that's what Fortnite is. That's what Fortnite is. Oh, is that a mass kind of mass murder kind of thing too? Or yeah, but you also build stuff, and then oh. it's the last person standing. Is it? It's a it, whole genre. It's a. But is Fortnite? Uh, by the way, I can't stop calling it fork knife. That's fine. Uh, and, that's uh, fun. That some lady thought that it was called Fork Knife. Mm-hmm. And she was like, my son wants a video game and it's called Fork Knife. <laughs> and the, and the, the clerk is like, no, no, uh, it's called Fortnite. Yeah, we have it. And she's like, no, it's not Fortnite. It's called Fork Knife. And she would not give up. That's <laughs> and he funny. was like, yeah, I guess we don't have it then. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> that make it that sale. Well, it's even funnier because it's free and you just download it at home. She didn't even have to. Her kid sounds like a maroon. <laughs> the kid just did download it, buddy. And, uh, what are you asking your mom for? Maybe you're, maybe it was a plushie related to fork knife. You know, like you can uh, go get Minecraft swords and stuff. Yeah. Is Fortnite uh, at all like Minecraft? Uh, no, you're besides stuff you just or? build. No, you just build for murder. I don't even oh. like Fortnite. I don't play Fortnite. It's not. That's not my jam. Fair I enough. like a straight murder. Don't throw building into it. I'm not about <laughs> building. I'm about destroying. <laughs> just destroying. We're just gonna work this out by destroying all the things. Yes, please. Ron, thank you for wandering around the dork forest with me today. It was fun. I always love talking to you and talking with you. Yeah, we did a 
thing where we talked and that was it was I got to learn about the things you like and that is always mm-hmm. fun for me when mm-hmm. I find though it is a classic dork forest where I want to share things when I want the other person I'm talking to to like me more oh, so what? <laughs> It's a yeah, Rangers. If you if you if you listen to all the dork forests, uh, you'll see a pattern. When I'm like, but what about this thing that I do? You think this is interesting? Anyway, so uh, everybody, Ron Funches, find him on your television, find him on your on your iPod uh, listeners, and yeah. find him uh, uh, in your comedy uh, clubs when they're back, and uh, all the things. Because Ron specific plugs. You got specific plugs? Yeah. Do it. I got a show. Me, a show. You got a I show. I host a show. I don't know when it's coming out. It keeps changing every week. Uh, but look out for it. It's called Nice One. It's coming to Quibi. Quibi. Hopefully. Yeah. So- <laughs> Hopefully. It's called Nice One. Check it out. I host. It's a game show that I host where you have to be nice to each other. It's a competition of kindness. I think it's sorely needed in these times. So just look out for that by following me. Also, since this is a very dork-related podcast, um, the dorkiest thing that I'm currently involved in that I love is a show called Harley Quinn, where I play King Shark. Yes. I think it's an amazing cartoon. I think it is a wonderful spiritual successor to Batman the Animated Animated Series, but for adults and if you could check that out either on sci-fi or the dc universe that would help me because i want to keep working on that show excellent and then all the albums all the and then just call uh, uh, at ron funch on instagram and ron funches on twitter yeah just follow me support me watch my special that came out a year ago called giggle fit it's still good just even though it's older now it's, in fact i think it's gotten better uh it ages well mm-hmm. thank you for doing the show ron funches it's a pleasure jackie rangers you know the rules out there take care of each other my hat my hat my hat they're dancing around my hat <laughs> my hat my hat my hat well what do you think of that if it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?